Hello, welcome to today's episode of Games Unbeaten number 7. I am Ralph, and here is Paul. Hello, everybody. Alright, so today's episode, we're going to feature one of the most ambitious games of its generation. We're going to jump back to 1986 Japan, step into the fighting shoes of Ryu Hazuki. So this story begins as you discover your father being beaten and murdered at the hands of a man called Lan Di, or Lan Di, I forgot how they pronounce the name, a Chinese man of mysterious origins. You then embark on a quest to discover the whereabouts of Lan Di, and you need to find out why he murdered your father, and you get to pet some kitties along the way. <laughs> so, Sega game designer Yu Suzuki announced and began development on an unnamed virtual fighter RPG on the Sega Saturn. Then, in 1997... Once it was evident that the Sega Saturn was going to be a console failure, the project was moved over to the Sega Dreamcast and all Virtual Fighter references were removed and the game was titled Shenmue, or Shenmue which right. means spirit tree in Chinese. How do you pronounce that, Paul? Shenmue. Shenmue. So, I, mean, I picked it up somewhere, so it's got to be it, right? Shenmue. Shenmue. So during its development, it was touted as the most expensive and ambitious game to date. Sega claimed it cost them 70 million US dollars, but it was later revealed in an interview with Yu Suzuki that it was only a 47 million dollar game, like? and that the budget was for both Shenmue One and Shenmue Two. So I don't, I'm not too really sure. Maybe I mean I think they were just trying to inflate it because at that time we were looking at like big releases. We had Grand Theft Auto Three was coming around that area era of time, I think. So okay. I think they would just inflate an inflated number. Like they probably lost track of the, of the books. Um, so Suzuki, Yu Suzuki originally planned the game to span 15 chapters across five separate games. And unfortunately, fate had other plans. So pretty much today, we're going to go back and talk about why Shenmue was for myself an unbeaten game. And, you know, Paul's experience in beating both part one and part two, correct? That's right. I, uh, on the Dreamcast as well. On the Dreamcast. So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this ambitious game and maybe even you know some of the footprints that it left in games today because I I feel like oh, there's yeah. some games that that this was the first of its kind. So oh, yeah. so let's let's start off with our our first experiences with Shenmue. So Paul, um, can you recall like when you went back and or the first time you played Shenmue, you got it on launch on yeah, Dreamcast. I think, uh, this is one that I know I pre-ordered because I uh, I got like a I guess I'm not sure if it was standard issue at first it, it was a it was a limited edition one but it, it came with a soundtrack. Yeah, the Shamu uh, Shamu jukebox. jukebox it yeah, it has like uh, like seven songs or maybe nine songs, and they're all just like you know the little instrumentals you hear like when you're walking into the convenience store mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's kind of like just that weird background noise, which is funny though. Like thinking about it, um, it's I don't know. None of these songs scream like '80s to me. You know, yeah. there's no like synthesizers. There's no you know like poppy stuff. They're almost like it's those uh, those Japanese like Oriental kind of like jams to them. A little bit like a lo-fi. Yeah, a little. definitely just just like background noise basically. So, but it wasn't like a I don't know. To me, it didn't seem like uh, music of its era. <laughs> but you know, maybe that's just me. But yeah, so I, I got it. You know, when it released, so you got you got it launched then pretty much, right? Because yeah, I think yeah, your I'm copy sure, of the game. We were talking prior to this recording, and I was like, "Hey, Paul, let me see your copy of the game because I want to see." I pulled out one of mine, and I'm like, "Damn, it looked the cover looks weird." But then Paul had the one with the jukebox, so I believe yours was a launch 
edition of the game. So, like, if yeah, you yeah. pre-ordered the game, the first set of games, that's the one you got. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, for, you know, but for myself, like, I think I I was a late adopter in that game. I don't I don't think I got it right away. I think you were playing. I remember hearing you play it and talk about. Yeah. I might have had a. Um, Oh, I, like, sorry, I might have played it like you know with some unholy means, but uh-huh. I think I later on bought it. I was so impressed with the game, and like I said, it wasn't like anything we played before. Yeah, for sure, and it definitely like introduced a lot of like you know what, like you said, what games using these days. Yeah, so I mean, here let's kind of touch on that right now. So like games, I don't think without Shenmue, like you didn't have games like Grand Theft Auto or like the Yakuza games. These yeah, uh, op- like open world. Time. Yeah, and, and it, it's kind of hard to call this open world just because it's like maybe open city. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it, it definitely is one that let you have the freedom to walk around and do what you want. There was no real, uh, you know, you didn't have a time limit really on, on some things to, to complete. It was just, this is what you need to do next. Go get it done or you could do whatever you want. You know, you could go find a sailor, you know, spend a year in the arcade and nothing will, none of the story will move forward. No one will question Wait, like why so, you're still hanging around, you know? So is there a time limit in the game? Do you know, like, could you just play the game endlessly and just be doing like the arcade, the game center all day you're playing uh pachinko? You're like, so you're like in 2020. Is there a time limit? I'm not sure. I, I, I think I heard that it, yeah, you have to beat it within like, a year, I think. Because I, I know it spans through different time periods. Because I mean, di- different yeah, like seasons. Because you got yeah. Santa walking around. Yeah, yeah. And, so I think I, I think and, I remember seeing that. Yeah, you had like a year to beat it in the game. I, and it's so funny because, but you know, it takes a while anyway. It like time runs almost like in real time. It's freaking slow. I mean, God, yeah. So you only there is you, times too where it's like, oh, you got to wait till you know the tattoo shops opens at five, and it's like you know eight in the morning. You're like, God damn it! Now you gotta, you know, the arcade doesn't open till ten. So what am I gonna do? Yeah, I've had, yeah, I've had it where, yeah, I've had it where I've wasted time, and then I wasted too much time, and then I, I met, yeah. I the shop was closed. Over. I was like, God, Dad, God yeah. damn it! Yeah, yeah. So it has those those fun times. So you can only you can only really do so much. Okay, so you've uh, com- so, yeah. so you've completed the game then, correct? Like you've gone through it yeah, all. This, man, this is one that you know I I I've, I've beaten a couple of times. I think. I say I want to beat it maybe three times on the Dreamcast back, you know, because it, it, it was a dude. good game back then, you know, and it was different and it was it was cool. And so yeah, I I, I just won that, you know, I beat several times. Okay. In my lifetime. So yeah. for my myself, I you know, I'm trying to think the furthest I've ever gone in that game, and I I think I might have just gone to the point where I'm about to get the job as like a forklift driver, then yeah. I stopped. See, like that's your, you're like really close. Then you know, it probably wasn't only no, yeah, maybe like another three hours. I, think, I've heard, I had to, I had to go, I had to go maybe. dig through a bag of VMUs and try to find my old save file. Yeah, there you See go. See if I can pull it, it out and get it done. It's honestly not that long of a game. You know, if you kind of just play it straight through, I want to say it's, I don't know, ten hours, fifteen maybe. That's if not, you kind of just take the golden path, you're not really. You know, not not stray too too much because you really don't need to. The only thing you're really, I mean, you can get little collectibles in the game. You can get like music, you know, but that's all just superficial. You're you know you're you're not saving up money to get like health. Nothing that you goes know, none, none of that matters. Yeah, it, all the fighting is done on its own. Uh, so once you're dead, you're dead. You can't you know you can't bring your health back up. So you you got to get good. That's what I'm saying, Ralph. <laughs> so, but yeah, so if you, this is really uh, one of those games where you can just kind of 
blow right through and you'll be oh, good yeah. to go. I mean, I mean, I from what I can remember the game too, I felt like a lot it borrowed from a lot of like Sega franchises, like the fighting system in the game. I felt like it was a lot like Virtual Fighter. Well, I think it, I think it was like you said, right? Like, it was. Virtual Fighter. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was so based off of it was originally going to be a Virtual Fighter, and yeah, then. Like, uh, the fighting mechanic in it. I this is one of the first games I can remember having QTE, the quick time event. Yeah, I was even trying to think like uh, what games had that before, and it's like not none to this capacity at least. Where you know you got to press the A real quick. Yeah, you're like walking uh, down the street, and it's like beep 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 beep, beep and there's like a yeah, soccer ball flying at your head. It. Right, and you have to dodge it with only that, and you mess up, you get beamed. Yeah, so, yeah I, I was trying to think like I don't think this it was this happened in a game before. Not that I, not to my recollection at least, I, I don't think it has. So this might have been like the the innovator of the QTE. Yeah, it was. I mean, and then there's some games nowadays that have way too much QTE. But that's a whole other topic, right there. Some are just like nothing but like that. What's that one? Uh, Asuma's Wrath. That whole game is just one big QTE. Just QTE game is just one QTE session to the next. It is. It's crazy. It's. Uh, that's <laughs> a game, but I think it's. Is that Sega? I don't think who makes that. But yeah, it's Capcom. Oh, Capcom. Okay, yeah. Capcom. So, yeah, so what is what is something from the game that really stands out to you? What do you remember, like of your recollection recollection of the game, either being the original or even the HD remake? Well, yeah, just I guess the original was very much uh, almost like an introductory to like what would be an open world game mm-hmm. because you know to have the freedom, like I said, to just do whatever you want pretty much from the get go. Uh, you know, just, like I said, there's no there's no other game that really let you explore without you know saying like you need to hurry up and go do this and it's, it was one of the first games to tell you go do this or go talk to someone and then give you zero clues on how to find them mm-hmm. you gotta go find, you know, three, no find the three blades thing. yeah it's like there's no arrow or find a shop you know there's no you have like to either look for a map in the city or, like, or talk to the townsfolk and be like hey he'll say like you know do you know if uh you know you, have you seen this shop and the, they're like oh yes the- and they'll you know tell you what general direction it's in so you just got to go and look for it. And, yeah, you know, it didn't hold your no hand. Little, uh, it didn't hold your no, hand uh, at all. There's no mini map, I think, either. You know, so yeah, it's just there's, there's definitely one you you pretty much had to explore. Yeah, to, to find everything. I mean, so, yeah, it was to go down. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, like like you said, like that really stands out. I remember getting lost in like the streets of Dontonburi yeah. or the different pre the different little. Uh, areas in the town and stuff like that looking for yamamoto looking for the ramen shop yeah, looking for the dark. bar like, oh, yeah you're home. like oh shit and then it's saying i think it, it automatically sends you home at a certain time right and then yeah, like, i think like 11 30 or i think or almost then, midnight and i think you're you're not like penalized but then i think you start later in the day the next day or something like that weird so and then the old lady yells at you when you go yeah. home, like, <laughs> so i mean yeah. that uh, it, it really stands out like running through those little the little neighborhoods and stuff like that and yeah, yeah. like i said we were talking about and on one of our weekly brew episodes about games that bring us back or what, what's your happy place game and that's what i like i like that aesthetic of walking through a small japanese town maybe in my past life i was a japanese man or something i walked through those streets because mm-hmm. it just if something about it, it just feels so good and i always like it like i love running out of you run out of that dojo and you're running down that street you know walk by where the cat the kitten is at and you give him some food and go run into yeah. town you go to the tomato convenience store and it just feels good like it like i, I don't know hopefully one day I'll, I'll be able to walk them actual streets and see look for the tomato convenience store possibly <laughs> feed a kitten probably get arrested for feeding some someone else's cat yeah and you'll catch covid because 
Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to be in first in line, in, yeah. in line for the vax card. So I'm gonna like, you vaccinate me. I don't care if I die. <laughs> as long as I die in Japan. That's right. So, All Paul, right. Would, would you ever go back to, re I mean, have you gone back to the Dreamcast 1 anytime recently? Or do you, to revisit the game, or do you play on, like, the 1 and 2 HD collection? Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, I... I I had a Dreamcast, and I don't know what happened to my console. For some reason, my games survived me moving, I guess, places, but my console didn't. I have no idea what happened to it. Um, so if anyone out there has one to sell, let me know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, so I, yeah, obviously I grabbed the uh, the 1 and 2 remake uh, because, you know, at the, at the time, only one was available in America. Part 2, you know, it was only available, what, in Europe and Japan on the Dreamcast. On so the Dreamcast, time, yeah. So you know, I couldn't play it, so I had to I had to resort to. Well, we got the Xbox uh, version here, but that came way later. Yeah, way later. It's like I wanted to play it now because I want to know what happened. Because yeah. you know, part one, and you're like, crap, I need to know what's going on um, when you get to China and everything. So spoilers. Is it China so, yeah, or Hong Kong? Or are they the same place? That's <laughs> all in that area. <laughs> no so, someone in in Hong Kong or China is going to be all pissed off at you right now. No you send us an email. Blame the American school system. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so I ended up getting like a burnt version of the European uh, game, and yeah, I played through that, and I finally was able to play part two, and yeah, you know, I finished that one as well, and and I, yeah, I got the HD remake, and I'm I'm actually I think I just got to the docks again in the in the remake. So yeah, like I said, it, it's really definitely one that I don't mind going back to. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it is a little bit dated now. Obviously, the controls and even like the uh, the audio in the game, the voice the acting, one, it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's like, really bad. You know, instead of, you know, and it's funny because it's it was all recorded in English in Japan. Oh, really? Which was that. odd. I mean, that's why you yeah, know you hear, instead of hearing Rio, you hear Leo, Leo. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, like it okay, you know. Things, yeah, yeah, it's nuts. And then it's like they recorded it like in a closet, like two doors away. That's what it sounds like. It's so <laughs> muffled. It's crazy. Using a, a Game Boy Pocket camera microphone or something. Yeah. yeah. And, like, they couldn't clean that up, too, for the, you know, for the remake or the remaster. So, you know, my theory on that is that Sega lost, like, the masters of everything. Oh, maybe. So, yeah. This is the I mean, actual Dreamcast recording. Like, we never, we never uttered in it coming, the, the remat, the collection. I mean, it's not even, like, a, a graphically, it's not even really that updated. It's cleaned up. Oh, yeah, but, no. The, I mean, the, the visuals are, are pretty decent you know for as old of a game as it is oh yeah i mean the game yeah. the game was a beautiful game when it came out and it, it it aged well because i have an hd tv that has an rgb so i have the rgb a, a converter for my dreamcast and i can play okay. the dreamcast version right on my tv and it looks beautiful oh, yeah. so like the, i i don't notice that big of a difference when i play on the on the playstation 4 collection okay uh that's cool so yeah, man. I, I like I I myself haven't gone back to revisit. I mean, maybe about three years ago, I did fire up the Dreamcast on the TV just because I got that converter box, and oh. I was like, oh, I'm gonna play some Dreamcast games. And like, Shenmue was one of the ones, but I think the tank controls kind of threw me off again because it's like, damn, dude. Yeah, the controller. It's, yeah, it was it's like beep beep beep, and that 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 Dreamcast control. Yeah, it's rough, man. That analog stick. Right. We were talking about controllers the other day, and analog that analog stick is unforgiving. Yeah, and it's just like such a wide controller. You know, it's like a fatter N64 one. Yeah. I think so, yeah, it's beefy. That was a thing to deal with back in the day. So, like, so from my, you know, to, as a, going back to the question about me ever going back to revisit, I always, you know, I've, 
Personally, I felt like the, the when Sega started going multi-platform, I always thought that this would have been one of those games that would have came out to the GameCube. Like it would have been ported because I think at, at first we were seeing Sonic Adventure and all these other Sega games being ported to GameCube. And I thought it would have been one thing. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping, 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 knock on wood, that we will see a... So we got in Sega Ages. We got it in like Sega Ages Dreamcast or no. Yeah, yeah, certain ones. But we'll see Sega Ages Dreamcast Shenmue on the Switch. You want to so, so, I, I, it's easy, man. I can take it, take it to go. That's the time I can play. I would, hell, I would, I would settle for a Sega uh, Shenmue on the PS Vita, just so I can play it somewhere that's you not on a TV. Wouldn't a, a, a one and two collection? <laughs> gotta, gotta so get someone, to, someone to home, homebrew home it. And, oh God. We'll get, we'll get into part three afterwards before we go into the inter- interesting facts. So. I guess this, I, you know, that my next question. I, I really don't have to ask it to you because you've completed the game. Have you completed Shenmue One on HD rem- remake or collection? What is it? It doesn't even say on the box like what it really is. It just says I like think it's just a remaster. That's yeah. not a remake. Um, a remaster. But yeah, then again, yeah. like Final um, Final Fantasy Seven is a remaster. No, it's but, a remake. It's a, oh, it's a re- that's right. You're you were correct. I stand corrected. Yeah. So if it's, okay. if it's done uh, completely over, then it's remake. If it's just like a beefed up version of the old one, it's a remaster. Remaster. Okay, so have you gone back to beat the Shenmue 1 remaster on PS4 or Xbox um, One? No, yeah, I got the PS4 version. and I haven't beaten it yet. Like I, I got clo- I'm close. Like I got, once you get to the docks, that's like, you know, the beginning of the end. Because once you complete the, the job and, and certain aspects of, of going there, you're, uh, you're home free. So... Yeah, yeah, I'm almost done, and then I'm I'm actually kind of excited to play part two again because I I you know I haven't played it since the Dreamcast version. I I got the Xbox one, and it just I don't know something about it threw me off. Like it just it didn't feel right playing. I it. think the buns were so off. I, Weren't they like remapped somewhere differently than they I would think be? So. Yeah, it was something weird. Yeah, that's what it was. The controls, yeah, threw me off. Cause I and there, and there were no shadows in Xbox One. I don't think. Oh really? I didn't really There's something, that. some odd thing like that. Like you walk around, you don't see a shadow, so it feels weird when you're moving. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah, so that's what I'm kind of looking forward to playing because I remember really liking part two. There's, you know, it's a much bigger game, a lot of there's different characters, and and man, you, uh, you know, once once you beat part one, you're like, man, there's no way uh, Rio can take on Landy right now. He's still too, you know, he's still too wet behind the ears. He's still a little <laughs> punk, you know. But man, once you beat part two, you feel freaking unstoppable. And you're like, okay, bring on Landy. I'm ready to beat his ass. So that's why I was like, oh, I'm excited to play part two. And part two ends on such a massive cliffhanger. So you can only imagine, you know, after I beat it, yeah, the the nasty weight that I had to endure. So yeah, so we'll get to that later. <laughs> so so I've 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 never been part one. Like I said, we were talking earlier. I got to the part where you're just about to get a job at the docks because I think you're. I think it wasn't, doesn't the girl go missing, your friend or something like that? You start getting like these dreams of something else, like that other no, girl? I just learned that uh, some of the info you need is um, at the docks, and you got to, that's when you're looking for the mad angels. Uh, so you're like the sailors, so that's where, that's where they all hang out. So you got to go, and you know, they only pop up at certain times, so you got to. Oh, they're always at, at JJ's bar or whatever. Yeah, at the docks. So you got <laughs> to look for the graffiti and see all that good stuff. 
So yeah, so I got a few Ralph in the game. Basically, I, I got I got to mm-hmm. go back. I, I mean, it's on my it's on my list of games. I mean, it took me twenty years to beat Earthbound and Majora's Mask. So what the hell? I, I gotta put I gotta grind through Shenmue. Hopefully, yeah, you'll get through it. So it's, it's honestly not that long of a game. We just go through it. So, do you have any hopes for any future chapters or games in the Shenmue universe or series? Man, well, so they had the whole debacle with the Kickstarter mm-hmm. of Part Three, and I actually I backed it. I remember at first. Um, but yeah, then give like, me back my money. The release schedule was still like, I think like two or three years off from the ending of the Kickstarter. So I think I ended up just canceling my, my pledge. I'm like, you know what? They got their goal. They don't need my money. And it's like, I don't know. just for some reason, just didn't seem like that important, even though I've been wanting to know what happens. Yeah. Because I remember even before it ended, uh, use, I think it was, he was still headlining. Yu Suzuki was like, yeah, we need like 10 million to make it like a, an actual full fledged game. And I think it only made like three or four million. So I'm like, okay, so the game's going to be gimped now because he didn't get all the money he needed, you know? So a lot of it was just like, I, I, I kind of don't want to, I'll wait till it comes out to see if I want to buy it and play it. And actually, I never did. I never got part three. I, I heard when people were, you know, playing it, I heard things and it just kind of turned me off to even want to try to play it. Um, I don't know. I, I'm sure I will. If I see it cheap, you know, I'll grab it and. and wait, so you, you haven't picked up part three? Oh yeah, I never got it. Oh damn, that was like a Black Friday. I'm I'm holding it in my hand right now. It was like a Black Friday right. for like twenty nine bucks. That was a, there was a big, a big controversy about it because it was like it, I think it launched in October, uh-huh. in November and Black Friday the game was already like twenty dollars off from its launch price, and people yeah. people were like, "What the hell?" That's when I scooped it up. <laughs> well, no, so I'm, I didn't want it at that, that price. I'm gonna wait towards like ten bucks. Uh, all right. Just because I feel like all I heard right. it's games like really up plus. long and. And you know, it just yeah, I'm like I heard about the ending. Like I didn't, I didn't, I haven't heard any spoilers, but I just heard it's just it's basically another cliffhanger. So it's like, oh, man, you think they would have? Honestly, they should have just made this the last one because I doubt we're gonna see him again. You know, well, unless they make like a, a demaster or they make him like eight bit or something or. Just give us the, a bu- the budget is something. Yeah, you know? the budget is a lot smaller. They can. Yeah, just give us something to just to finish off the story to find out what happened, and I'll be happy. But. But this route, it's it's kind of disheartening to to realize what they did with it. Well, that's a, that, I mean that's how we talked about earlier. I think he wanted this game to be fifteen chapters, so fifteen yeah, chapters on it. That's super ambitious. I mean, like, when yeah, how so many games do you know yeah. span across five different? You know, well, you have to, you know you you pretty much you had to buy five different games to get the whole story. I mean, last time we did it was four with like dot hack. But I mean, yeah. like, what's, no, what what what's like it like? Final Fantasy VII remake. It's like you know. The, the first copy was, uh, what, like the very first chapter? Yeah, well, let's see. Be like freaking 10 parts. Well, we'll see how I, that... I, I well, didn't get that one either. I'm going to wait till it's all one complete thing. We'll see how that goes. I, I think I picked that up too, unfortunately. But that's a whole other... Yeah. So, I mean, for me, like... Yeah, you're right. Like, you know, give us closure. Like, just end us... Like, let us know what happens, because... Yeah. I mean, what, honestly, like you, Suzuki, we're not going to get, we're never going to get your dream of seeing that world that you want, that you painted right. will never come true. Like, why are you, the people that have been loyal and following your games and your series, like, it's like, give them closure. Yeah, if you're listening, you let us know. Yeah, you, you know, he's our number two listener. Our only one from Japan. <laughs> so, I guess that, I, that kind of wraps up for, you know, for I think the questions I kind of had lined up about it, like to let you know about why we have it or why I haven't beat it or what Paul's thoughts were on the game. Um, so talking about like Shenmue, and this is something I kind of went off the cusp, but I think we've mentioned it before, but would you consider that Yakuza games to be the spiritual successor of Shenmue? 
Um, yeah, for sure, because I mean they follow pretty much the exact same uh, gameplay formula. Um, it, it's again, there's no there's no time limit, and there's a big open city. You know, it's much bigger, obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know, the Yakuza games are much more violent. That's what. That's what. You know. That's one. One of the things I always tell people is like, yeah. I've personally, I feel that the Yakuza games would be what Shenmue was if Shenmue was created ten years later on a PS. You know, different generation. For sure. You know, just the whole ambitious. um, Yeah, the story. I mean, could have branched out, and he probably could have done all of Shenmue in one Yakuza game because I think every game. Because you know, I, I played them all now. The uh, Yakuza, for, uh, yeah, yeah. separate Dead Souls. So each game averaged about like thirty hours or so. Okay. Some of the longer ones, I think Yakuza Five. Uh, that one was a oh, that one's a long one, dude. That one took yeah. me, I think like seventy three hours to beat. Um, and then Zero, I think, was like sixty. So I mean, can you imagine sixty hours of of Shenmue? You know, that's that's the game. That's the whole goddamn story right there. Some some you people are on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, he could have done that, you know. So I really would wish they would have just just give him the Yakuza engine and let him finish the goddamn story, Sega. That'd be great, you know. Just you already have it there. You're making a part seven already. Yeah, just let it make it happen. So, so yeah, it, it definitely is. There's like I said, there's a lot of similarities in in you know. There's the things you could do like the arcades. You know, there's you can't really go up and talk to everybody in Yakuza. Um. So you know, obviously there are things that are different, but it very much feels like it's like the dump the thumbprints the thumbprints of Shenmue were left in right, the Yakuza there. games. Yeah, because I mean, I from what I remember, the Yakuza games, you know, the fighting engine is a lot like Virtual Fighter. Uh, there are the QT events. There's also things to do like to waste time. You play darts or dominoes or something like that. I have pool, there's everything karaoke. Yeah, yeah. you talk to so, porn actresses. Yeah, all the stuff Shenmue didn't have. It's in Yakuza. Yakuza is Shenmue for adults. Shenmue for adults. Yeah, it's just like I said, like they just took everything that was good about Shenmue and just built on it and made a you know made a better game. It was like they it was like they made a Shenmue game after they had played Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> and that's what kind of makes me it's a little bit more curious about playing Part Three because it's like, what did they learn? You know, the developers. The, I don't know if it was like a, if it was a whole new team in the twenty years. You know, so like what they improved on, you know, from part two. Yeah, now that they had they had all this time under their belt to either refine or right. work on what they want to go, or or even like what if they made Shenmue three and they're like, okay, you know what? There's a good chance that we're not going to make this fifteen chapters or five games long. Like, what are we yeah. going to change or what are we going to adjust in this story? Yeah, like I said, I honestly feel like they should have just made part three the last part and finished off the story. But we wouldn't know because neither of us have played it. Wait, what if it is? What if we're just going on hearsay? Well, I mean, like I said, I, I've heard it's not, so uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know once I beat it. <laughs> so, you have any last thoughts on on Shamu? Like, do you, what can the listeners take away from you? Like, what are your like no, Shamu? I mean, it is like you know. I think if for anyone that's new to this game, it it, it would be tough buying the uh, the remaster and playing it mm-hmm. because you know you you don't really have that nostalgia of, of playing this for the first time on Dreamcast. You know, yeah, and it's it's a rough game, honestly. You know, it's it. It's kind of the controls are a little bit, you know, janky and and tough, and it's hard to get used to. And you know, compared to to, to games these days, and you know, like I said, the audio is, is all out of whack, <laughs> and you know, the writing is it's just kind of funny. So it, 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 I think it would be a you know, for a kid to to play this, they'd be like, "What am I doing?" You know, 
it wouldn't be the game for them so this is it's kind of like a niche title yeah it's going after a certain market it's going after like me and you people that that grew up and right, did, or did experience it the first time through it's all that's all they're it's pretty much aimed at you know and and that's what part three i'm sure was you know they're trying to get people that want to know the story and that played it and you know that's probably why i'm not sure if it sold very well you know part three after the kickstarter and was released to the public Maybe so, that's why it was already half off at Black Friday, you know. Like yeah, yeah, and it's weird because I'm looking at I'm looking at the case of uh, of part three, and you see like different logos on. You see like deep silver, and then you see a little tiny Sega logo in the back, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's sad. And, you know, it's 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 really the game that could have been. Oh yeah. You know, it, so it's it you know it was such a, you know, it had it had it lots was, to prove. It was ambitious. They wanted they wanted the world. Yeah, maybe a little too ambitious. Like maybe he was just like, getting a little too ahead of himself. You know, it was like like the Fable games. Remember they promised all this stuff for the Fable games? Yeah, and we never and it did. Was like a, a quarter of what, what they promised. So yeah, so, I think maybe they just got a little bit too ahead of themselves with this game. And it's you know it's a shame because it was a good story, and it was you know a fun game at the time. And it's it really just it's, as as a whole, the only thing I can really think of as to like describe the whole all every game is just like big cliffhanger. Yeah, that's all you're getting with these games, cliffhanger, and it's. And it's giving you uh, the, it's giving you like the proverbial blue balls of video games. Right, blue balls. Right. So I mean, like I I feel like this game, it's hard to say like where it could have gone or where it should have been or should have yep. went, and I feel like this game it was gonna kind of forever be tied into the Dreamcast, because yep. the Dreamcast was you know Sega's last home console and it was ill fated because mm -hmm. of. You know, multitude of different reasons of piracy, different you know the the lackluster support. PS2. Did, you know the P yeah people were jumping to PS2, GameCube, the Game Xbox. Player. You know you you didn't have it anymore, and I feel like that it was a game that was gonna die on the Dreamcast. We're lucky that we, we were fortunate enough to get a port on the Xbox, you know, no original Xbox, um, and then getting you know eventually getting a Shenmue three, but. I feel I, I feel like it's too little, too late, and we'll, we'll probably never find out like the end, the true story of Ryo Hazuki, and you know, yeah, and who the dad killed. It's you like know, one like, of those what ifs. Mirrors, and yeah, there'll like, always be a mystery, which is sad. Now, do you feel Ralph that Shenmue killed the Dreamcast? Was, was no, not at all. Uh, it, was the, it was the, it was that that magical little disc with the reindeer on it. Is what was killed. it though? Is it, that's uh, what killed know, the Dreamcast. Did it sell Gangbusters back in the day? You know, did it put? And no, it didn't. But you didn't have to buy games anymore because all you had to do was go get a copy for two dollars or five dollars at Frankenstein's. See, that's what I mean. So, like, you know, was this game? Was it was this? It was like, and it just it wasn't. You know, the financially wasn't able to handle it anymore. It was like having a blockbuster game on a block on a console that sold to two people. Yeah, that's so like uh. That's like putting bread. It was one of the nails in the coffin. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's, I mean, they, yeah, they, they, they spent a lot of money on it, and they put all their eggs in that basket, and I felt like they, they, they bit off more than they could chew. They promised more than they can promise. Then you know, they cut a check that their asses couldn't cash. Pretty much. Um, I'm right then. So, well, we'll see. So I guess that kind of closes out on our, our, our thoughts on the Shenmue games. I mean, I hope. You know that I, I could the series can return to, to Providence. I think, I think what would what would be good for this game what, or this series is maybe even not even doing a remake, no a remaster of the games, but doing a remake of the games. 
giving it updated controls you know maybe even go out like the what is it the yaku the kiwami yakuza games they fixed up the controls and made it more accessible to like modern people that are playing the game or more you know they're just gonna pick it up right now i feel like that would have done you know miracles for this game i think if 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 you ever were to become rich ralph like filthy rich like oh you you could do that because Sega's not. <laughs> yeah, say yeah. Oh no, I have to. I I definitely would have to start a Kickstarter for it and then take yeah. it and then take everyone's but money and give them a, a really bad port. Well, it's like it happened with Part Three and <laughs> it didn't make what he wanted, you know. So, like I said, it's it's not going to happen. It's, so, do you think that do you think the Shenmue series failed. is dead? Oh yeah, I think that they, it's failed too many times. You know, they 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 tried and you know it was a good effort, but you know it, it didn't it didn't fly off the shelves with Part Three yeah. or, or or any of them. You know, it just it wasn't. You know, this isn't a game that's that's finally remembered like Final Fantasy Seven. You know, this is very much uh you know, just one of those games where you played it and you liked it and you remembered it. And that's the, it. It didn't have that the the, the few people that own the Dreamcast remembered it and they they, they speak right. highly they of this it. game. They're they're probably you know, they're the ones about the uh the remaster and that's it. It's it's it, this isn't really a series that sets people's loins on fire like, you know, you would hope it does. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, and it's because it's it's could have been a lot, you know, something else for sure. But it just, I don't know, it's just one of those ones that kind of just struck out, and that, this is all we're gonna get, and you know, that, like, oh well, what are you, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So I guess that'll close it out for like what our final thoughts are on the game. Um, I yeah. I listed a few little interesting tidbits at the end, interesting facts. Um, I'm gonna go with the first one that you added at the very end, Paul. Uh, you put okay. QT in the instruction manuals were called quick timer events. Yeah, I didn't realize that. <laughs> I, you know, it, quick timer events has just always been a thing. You know, the, and, the I, technical I term is I, quick timer. Yeah, but, and the thing is, it says quick timer events. I'm like, huh. I mean, it, it is you're on a quick timer for sure, so it does make sense. But I, I guess I'm wondering if maybe people just didn't read the manual and just like, oh, it's a quick time event. Because that's all you, you know, the God of War is quick time events. And, and yeah. In the game that had that, it's all quick time events. So it just—it's funny. I saw that little tip. I was like, "Huh, I didn't realize they called it they timer. timer." Yeah, they got—they put the R at the end. That's what killed the Dreamcast. That little R at the end. I think you're right. <laughs> and so Shenmue. So as we mentioned earlier, Shenmue began development on the Sega Saturn and was later reworked for the Sega Dreamcast. The lengthy development process is one of the reasons the game cost forty-seven million to make. It was like we said earlier, it was previously thought to cost 70 million, but that was said to be an exaggeration. At the time of its release, it was the most expensive development process in history. But the current record belongs to Grand Theft Auto 4, costing at around a hundred million dollars in devel- to develop. Which might have already been might have been eclipsed already by the other Grand Theft Auto. Because I feel like every time a Grand Theft Auto game comes out, you know. Oh yeah, it's and and crazy. you know you know about a half of that of that budget goes to like the voice actors that they gotta pay. <laughs> Probably, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then but, have you uh, looked up what it looked like on the Saturn? I've seen some clips. I think I've seen some YouTube videos yeah, that were running. It was rough. Really, <laughs> really almost uh, like I don't want to say choppy, but it it looks like it reminded me of like Silent Hill minus the fog. <laughs> yeah, it was super blocky, like almost like Final Fantasy VII characters, like blocky, yeah, yeah super blocky. Like what was weird. Can you imagine how, how much more worse it would have been? <laughs> or the load times. Imagine going into a building and you're like, fuck. Yeah, you, you can actually go to a building and walk around it and come back. Sheesh. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> and next up, during the early stages of development, Shenmue featured a bicycle that could have been used to quickly traverse the town. 
So I, I think that would have been nice. Like a quick travel mechanism. Like you do something there on that bike. And get around and then. But, and you'll have a list of things. That, like, like you said earlier. One of the biggest things was running around that town getting lost. That's probably something that threw me off. Yeah, yeah. Would have made it a little bit quicker. Quicker, probably easier. Because then it's like, oh, I need to get to this, you know, so-and-so ward or whatever. And you see the name right there. And it's like, there it is. Boom. Go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That, that's, that's cool. I didn't realize that that was in a thing. Oh, imagine seeing real riding on a bike and just rolling up to someone and then getting off the bike and kicking their ass. See, that would have been, that, I'm thinking about that now. It's like, you know, I, it would have been a thing where it, there's no mini-map, so you, you would lose that bike after running <laughs> around for a minute. You're like, like oh, shit, where's the bike at? It's over at the, no, I, I know where it's at. It's probably outside the game center in my game. <laughs> That's where, yeah, you'd have to park it somewhere you know exactly where it is, or else you're losing that thing, too. Someone else takes off on it. Yeah, no. <laughs> chain it up. It takes five minutes every time you get off. Quick time event to lock that. Put the the key in the lock. Or else someone steals it. So, oh boy. So a bike. What could have been? Shimu the bike. He had. Did he have a motorcycle in the game? Oh yeah. Later on, you uh, jump on a bike and have to rescue. Uh, What's her name? Nozomi. Nozomi. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that's going to go on this part right here. So Ryu Hazuki is a playable character in Sega's mascot racer Sonic and Sega All Star Racing. Ryu rides Nayuki's motorbike. That might have been the. I'm not sure if that's a, the translation of a different name, but it's the motorbike and his special moves feature him driving a forklift, referencing his job at Yokosuka Harbor. Yeah, it's cool. Don't you like knock everyone around when you when you hit them? I think Clear something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought uh, that was cool. I think he even I think he even has, uh, like when you pick him, he's like, I am real Hazuki, you know, like how uh, he, cool. he, how he introduces himself in the game. Yeah. He also supposedly I I wasn't able to confirm this or find out, but supposedly he's in one of the ESPN or the NFL 2K games. There's like a way to unlock him, but it's like one of those like ridiculous things that you have to do. It's like. You know, nine hundred interceptions in career mode or something like that. And I was like, that that's fake. That's like uh the Shenlong in Street Fighter or something like that. You lock him as a football player. So I think that one is. If uh, if any of you listeners out there have seen it, you know, email the video clip to podcast at brutendo dot com, and we would like to confirm. But until then, no. <laughs> so. And so there was also a Shenmue online game co-developed by Sega and JC Entertainment of Korea. The game had two closed beta tests in Korea and China before JC Entertainment pulled out of the production. Which I think when they pulled out they retained all assets or rights to like whatever the game. But in 2006, new, six new screenshots from the gameplay or from the game along with a 14 minute video were released to the public during a fourth China Expo. These shots showed further improvement on the graphical issues comparing the graphics to the other MMOs and even home versions of Shenmue. So from what I understand, I, have you ever heard of the Shenmue Online? I think I did. Um, but I mean, I didn't know much about it. I, just just by name. Yeah, so the, so the game was going to have you're gonna. So what was happening is you're gonna be some members of like a gang, like a faction. So that's like the you know you would pick like out of I think four factions or something. You would pick to be in this faction, and the overlying story you'd have these storyline elements of Rio and Landi, where they're like the main characters, and you're like these side characters doing missions to like either progress their story or to end their story, depending on which way your your clan was going. So I mean, I, I've only I've never even seen the screenshots. I remember hearing about it a, lot, a lot and wondering what the hell could this have game have been like. 
But I mean, at that point, they were they were announcing all these different Shenmue. Like we had Shenmue Online. There was also a Shenmue mobile game called Shenmue City, <laughs> which was released, and it was more. It was supposed to be like a a mobile version to reintroduce the first Shenmue game on mobile phone. So I mean, I mean the uh, the game came with the uh, the passport disc. Did yeah. you ever fire it up? No, I, I, I you know I think there was one. I think you needed that to use one of the broadband adapters, some kind of adapter on there. I had the the oh, regular okay. one. Yeah, yeah, but, I remember firing it up a couple of times, and it was just honestly just like a maybe like a special edition or a special feature yeah. like on a DVD because you know it just had like little background stuff of the game. It had the music. You could, you could watch the the you know the the videos of the game. Um, they had there's something called uh, Shenmue World, and it's just it's basically like like a like a Wikipedia of Shenmue yeah. all the characters and stuff. So which is it was pretty cool. And then they had another thing called Nozomi's Messages. Um, so like you know if some like if Santa was gonna be in town, she would write you know hey just go check out Santa. Yeah, like I said, it was cool. just it was just like a. A, like a big online manual of the game, so you know, but it was pretty cool. You know, the kind of was, was unseen at the time were having online on your console and, and able to you know do something Which like was this. A, yeah, that was an innovation. Remember the Dreamcast yeah, was one sure. right out the box. You can go right online with that thing. Yeah, plug it in. So yeah, I remember looking at that a couple of times, and you know, just like oh, this is pretty neat. But you know, it didn't really add anything to the game per se. But it was it was cool, kind of cool little special thing they added. Okay, a new passport. Shenmue Passport. I'll, I'll check that. I'm going to have to look it up. I'm sure there's probably like a virtual version of it somewhere online where oh, you can yeah, watch it. it. Yeah, people keep all kinds of shit on the internet. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So there was a couple other things, too, I was telling you about about the uh, the strategy guide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that'll be... That'll be we'll move on to that one now. So Paul pulled out the strategy guide. Yeah. Cause, uh, so there's a lot of really neat stuff that I... You know, while looking through this, I didn't realize were something you could do in the game. So, you know, there, this game has the arcade, so you can play Hang On, uh, Space Harrier. So apparently with the arcade games, um, you could win, like, certificates, which uh, basically is like, uh, you know, like when you get a high score, you send it into Nintendo and they send you back a certificate. Kind of like that, but just in the game. So apparently if you're able to beat either Space Harrier or Hang On with just one coin, you win a prize. And, you know, those games are hard as fuck, so it's, it's hard to get, you know, to, to beat it with the lives you get already, but one one, one coin... Forget about it. Um, so they send you, yeah, certificates. Uh, it says here, if you win the Space Harrier with only one coin, you receive a pro-level certificate. And there's uh, Mr. Nito's smiling face, who I think is the owner of the arcade. So, you know, it's it's, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, there's these little, uh, uh, I guess, Easter eggs, in a sense, that, you know, they kind of reward you. You know, before games had achievements or trophies, this is like something you could show off to your friend. Like, look, I got the hang-on certificate. You know what I mean? You show them, you show them your save file, right? Or yeah, you could you know when they're over to to play, you'd be like, hey, check this out. So it has like all those, and there's um, what else is there? There's the the oh like the billboards. Uh, I'm sure the the billards. If you win at the billards, you get like a little mini billards thing. So it's just you know stuff from the slot machine. So it's you know all the high school. I think there's, all, I think there's also the, a, a dartboard one too. You if you get the dart thing. Yeah, you get a mini one of those, and there's also all the collectibles. Each shop has its own little uh, coin thing to, you know, for the little uh, little bubble that has a little figure in it. You know, you can collect all those. There's uh, cassettes, like I said, you can collect. So, yeah, this is a very collect-heavy game where, you know, if you're a completionist, there's 
You know, you have to get every single figure, every single, uh, you know, vehicle. Little knickknack. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's pretty cool. Like I said, it's this game had a lot to do in it for you know being a game of of its time. Yeah, pretty cool. It's, uh, it's, I like stuff like that. You know, it's little things you didn't know about. Yeah, the, the more we go back and revisit these games, I mean, man, it gets me all excited. And it's like technique yeah. scrolls where you, you know learn different moves. Yeah, I think you get, you get a you get like a special move from like the tomato convenience store too. I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think uh, I think the the shop owner gives you like a special move in that game or something. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you know it's cool. Like I said, stuff that you know, I'm sure completionists know all about. God, I to, I to, like I said, I'm 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 working. I'm building up the courage to go back and play this game again. Obviously, too, this, this strategy guide also came with uh, they used to do it back in the day where it had a sealed section. Where you know if uh, you had to rip the paper to get to it, did you rip? Did you rip the paper? Or is it still sealed? Yeah, I ripped it. You're like, oh, oh yeah, I ripped it. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, no. I, well, it just it just has like where you get to like pretty much the, the very ending. Oh, okay. And then like you know, it didn't want to spoil it for so you. Don't you know, don't open this until you get here. Yeah, accidentally flip to the to the end part and you spoil it for yourself. So it's a cool little way that they made it so you didn't you know keep your uh, keep keep it uh, secret until the end. All, all your secrets belong yeah. to us. <laughs> That's right. So I, I guess that's going to wrap it up for you know today's episode, episode number seven of Games Unbeaten Shenmue. So, uh, Paul, uh, you know we usually do this on every episode. Uh, anyone wants to reach out to you on the social medias and find out and talk to you about, hey, why, why, why have you gone back to beat this game or any other games you have unbeaten? Where can they find you online? Yeah, just uh, look me up at, uh, at Gungraves on Twitters and the instas so yeah let me know what you think and yeah hope uh if you hit me up let me know how you like uh shenmu i'm always you know down to talk shenmu oh yeah shenmu's a, a good game to talk about like it's my it's one of my most favorite games i've never beaten make it so ralph make it make so it i'm gonna make it happen we'll, we'll talk about this next year at games beaten so as for myself you can find me on the social media at on instagram twitter everything pretty much under the sun at ralph underscore man that's r-a-l-p-h underscore m-a-n-z um you can also find the show on instagram and facebook at brutendo and any questions or emails or if you guys even have any suggestions like hey you guys have you guys ever beat this game and if we could talk about it we'll, we'll, we'll consider talking about it you can email us at podcast at brutendo.com put the subject as games unbeaten and we'll get back to you as soon as anyone of you guys emails us so all right, right paul you have yourself a good evening it was a pleasure talking about shanmu go find go find, find some fight uh go find some sailors and go, some pet, and go pet some kitties. Pet some kitties. I'll go play some darts. Go find an arcade. Go get some canned tuna. All that good stuff. All that good stuff. <laughs> all right, Paul, you have a good night. And it was a pleasure talking bye. to you. And everyone else, stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Keep on the beat.